What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, episode 19. This is a week 9, a.k.a. round 1 of the playoffs recap. Only three people here today, myself, my father Tommy, and Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, late crew today. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we get into it, or... No, I'm all good. I'm ready no no news for the league. No anything. We just talk about the games. Yeah. Shorter podcast today. Uh, we got. We really only have two games to talk about. There's only two games. Uh, like Christmas said, there's no news for the league, and we are gonna do the week two preview. So uh, we're not gonna do. We're not gonna do the week playoff week two preview now. We're gonna do it later in the week. So this one probably be 15 to 20 minutes, and, and we'll call it. So first game we had the six seed Titans versus the three seed Vikings. Uh, I'll hand it over to you first, Kurtzman. Uh, what was your takeaways on this one? There was a blueprint for the Titans to win this game. They just didn't execute at the right times, and credit the Vikings, made some good flag grabs when they needed to, made defensive stops when they needed to. Um, I like the Vikings. They um, really played okay to well without having Mike Gargano and Connor Friel. Connor Mono steps in to play quarterback. They did a little trickery having Sam Allen play quarterback at a key spot. Uh, I think they did enough to win, but with their full team coming back next week, they should improve upon last week's performance. Yeah. Let's be real. The reason why the Titans lost this game is because their offensive line. There was no protection for Piscopo whatsoever. I was watching on every snap of the ball, there was players just coming straight up the middle untouched. So we had no time to throw the ball. And, and by no, no stretch of imagination with the Vikings moving the ball, they sucked too. <laughs> uh, th- their biggest pass play was Sam Allen throwing the ball to, to Connor. Because that Connor's their best weapon. You got to get the ball to Connor. They really didn't throw the ball well. They didn't move the ball well. So you know, it just came down to uh, if the Titans had a better offensive line, this would have been a better game. Uh, I actually thought the Titans played pretty good in this game. I know uh, they they had a few chances. They scored on a hail mary right before half. George scores a touchdown, puts them up fourteen to thirteen. Uh, I, there was definitely a, a, blueprint, a blueprint for them to win this game, like Kurtzman said. Uh, I think the Vikings did a good enough job. They had big plays. Connor made a few big plays. Sam Allen, like you said, they ran trickery with him at quarterback, threw a touchdown to Connor, who went the full length of the field. They had Zach Charay running behind Connor in motion the entire game. Uh, I, I didn't think Connor played bad at all. I think the defense was really good. Like you said, they were getting pressure straight up the middle. Venerino was all in. Uh, Joe Piscopo's face the entire game. Uh, I, let's let's talk about both of these teams, and uh, I, we're going to talk about the Titans, how they improved from week one to now, but I want to sp- specifically focus on the Vikings uh, for this game. Do you think that with Mikey out and with Connor Friel out, they played, uh, you, you thought they played worse than you expected they would, Dad? No, I said you're missing three position players when you have Connor stepping in to play quarterback, and and Connor is your best offensive weapon, uh, and you need to utilize him not as a quarterback. I mean, he plays well, but you saw what happened when he got the ball, you know, in open space, and when Sam Allen threw him the ball. Um, I did not see them move the ball well. There were uh, there was a drive where they they finally figured it out. Uh, they ran a couple of ten yard hooks to to Zach. Yeah, and they're throwing yeah. the ball. That's when they were moving the ball. Other than that, there wasn't really a, a great well, passing. Connor's day. not really a quarterback, though. No, I know that, but it wasn't. Uh, they didn't have a great offensive game plan. Kurtzman. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think they kind of came into it and they were winging it a little bit. I think that they eventually started running a lot, like you said, with Zach running behind the line to kind of cause a misdirection, mis uh, like a trill of trickery behind the line. The defense they know who had the ball each play. Um. 
it worked kind of well. Connor knew he had to use his feet to win. I mean, he only threw the ball 11 times, only completed four passes, only five completed passes on the Vikings side. They got aided by a fumble in the end zone yeah. by Joe on the second play of the game. And like Tommy said, they really didn't move the ball that well. They only had 50 yards passing from Connor and 45 yards passing from Sam. So outside of that, it was just rushing from Connor. So I just think that they used their defense to win the game, really. They only allowed 22 points, one touchdown being in uh, garbage time, basically. And I just think that they knew that it was probably going to be an ugly game without Mikey behind center, but they did what they needed to do. I agree. I think the, the Vikings actually played well for uh, no Mikey and no Connor Field and Connor playing quarterback. Uh, I know you said he only threw for 50 yards, but I felt like he was in control of the game the entire time. I don't think they were ever nervous about it. Uh, I really like Joe Ivanak on defense, too. I thought he had a few pass breakups in this game. That He definitely uh, played really well on defense. I, I thought he was all over the field, had good energy. Uh, anything else on the Vikings here? Do we have anything else that we want to say about them? Uh, project them moving forward a little bit. I mean, they're, they're, right after the game, Connor came up to me and said, you should be nervous. We have our full squad next week. So I'm happy to see that they'll have all 10 guys because they really haven't had that all season. So let's see if they can put it together against me. What do you think, Dad? Um, are we predicting the next? No, no, don't predict the next game yet. Just give me a little... Do you think this was a good win for them, momentum moving forward in the playoffs? It's a good win in the fact that next week they, they you know, they get their full team in. Yeah. And they're a better they're a better team with uh with Mikey at quarterback and, and, and Connor both Connors playing wide receiver. Okay. Um I think it also uh is a good thing for the Vikings. Obviously they won the game, kept their season alive. But uh I would like to see some you I feel like they should be a little bit more creative offensively, even with Mikey there. Let Connor throw it to Mikey. Let Sam Allen throw it to Mikey. I would keep moving guys in the backfield like that. I think that worked well for them. I think it could be something that, you know, Mikey could also implement in their offense when he returns. Uh, let's talk about the Titans now. Because from week one to now, I think they're a completely different team. I think they're a way better team. Dad, you were a fan of this team the entire season. How do you think they progressed through uh, throughout the weeks and – Give me your just your final statement on them as a team for the first season of the OBFFL. Uh, I was like I said, so disappointed that I that Joe didn't get the time to throw the ball. He's progressed so nicely as a quarterback. Every week you see him take a step forward. I, I think Spo is, is a stud. I, I think he's a first rounder next year. Uh, I, it's a team that that I enjoyed watching uh, play and getting better each week. Kurtzman. I think Tommy said it best. They improved each week as a team. They figured out what worked and what didn't. And I think that really, like we said, they could have had a chance to pull off this upset. I know Tommy picked them. Um, but it'll listen, it, there's always next year. And they're going to keep getting better if they continue to play. I'm not going to put the season on George, but he did have a 50-50 ball in the end zone that if he caught, uh, it would have put them in a pretty decent position. would have given them an extra little life. In that game, but I thought he, but again, on the same note, George did have a touchdown at half. He pretty much got tackled on that play. Yeah, too. I know. I, I'm not, I said, I'm saying I'm not blaming him, but it just happened to be him on that 50 50 ball. Uh, the Titans, I, I think, were a good example of how we were saying all year long, not necessarily your record means the most, but it's about improving every week because they were, a lot of people thought they were the worst team in the league and they were leading at halftime in the playoff game. So if that doesn't tell you that if you just keep working at it and you keep showing up every week and that you could improve and make major adjustments to your game, then I, I don't know what will. I really liked how they finished the season. I, I thought they everyone came and they cared. Uh, there was no no one rolled over and quit on that team. 
I tip my cap to Joe and Spo and the rest of those guys from Matawan, Matt Marola. Everyone showed up every week. Uh, I thought they were a very important part of the league. They're the only team that was basically like an out-of-town team, not all Obridge kids. Uh, I, I think it was it was a good experience. I hope they enjoyed it. Uh, I hope this. I hope that they come back and, and they're and they're watching the rest of the playoffs here. Uh, give me the stats on this, Kurtzman, and we'll move on to the next one. All right, Connor Romano finished four of 11, 50 yards passing and a touchdown. Also had a 45 yard touchdown. Uh, also rushed seven times for 53 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Zach Shere, two catches, 33 yards, also made two tackles. Vin Arena had four tackles and a sack. Sam Allen, two catches, 17 yards, a touchdown. Had a fumble recovery for a touchdown and also threw a touchdown. Three touchdowns, all different variety. Uh, Buster, three tackles. Nick King, three tackles and a pass breakup. And, yeah, driving act, two pass breakups. Mm. And for the Titans... Piscopo finished 14 of 28, 136 yards, three touchdowns, 10 rushes, 58 yards. Also lost that fumble in the end zone at the beginning of the game. Spo, 13 targets, six catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Moosey finished with four catches and 21 yards and two conversions. George, that one Hail Mary catch for a touchdown. Matt Marola had a catch. Kevin Christie, two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, that's it on, on that. I, I Congratulations to the Vikings on the win moving on. Uh, I would like to point out, before we move on to the next game, Dad, you talked all that shit about how you picked the right teams. You did pick the Titans, and they lost. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, li- listen. You know how I was going to start the podcast today, but I forgot? Yeah. I was going to have the clip on my phone of uh, him saying, I pick more winners than anyone in this league. No, let, and I was going to play it to start let, the podcast. Let, let, let's get real for a second, shall we? Uh, I come back from vacation. I was told that uh, uh, you're flustered. Lacanti hurt his, his wrong game. No, no, no. Let's start. Lacanti hurt his foot. That was a big factor in my decision in that game. Uh, in this game, you're missing Mikey Gargano. You're missing Connor Friel. and now your best offensive player has got to step behind and play quarterback. Yeah, I went with I, I went with the team I thought was going to win. They were a hotter team going against a team that was was a little bit crippled. Okay, I understand your logic behind yeah, it. I lost but that. It but bottom line. <laughs> bottom line. My, my, the the four teams left in my power rankings are the four teams that are standing. Okay. Okay. All right, anyway. So fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next game, eleven o'clock game. It was the uh, Raiders versus the Giants. Uh, who was the higher seed in this one? Uh, the Raiders were the four seed. Okay, the so Raiders four seed, Giants five seed. Uh, Dad, I'll start with you. You did pick this game wrong as well, but yes, we don't got we don't got to worry about uh, yeah, that. Again, you tell me Lacanti's not playing. That's a different team when Lacanti's not playing. All right. Well, anyways, uh, Raiders Giants. Give me your takeaway. Raiders Giants. Uh, what, what what bothers me most is that both these retarded teams don't know how to deal <laughs> with extra points. It blows my mind that every week I have to have a sideline tutorial about scoring an extra point from five yards means another score. Get it through your fucking heads. Get the extra point. Let the other team catch up to you. It mm. blows my mind. Well, I'm looking at games 18-6, 18-12. Score the fucking point, please. Jesus, all right. Uh, a lot of anger. Like That was not a lot of analysis, but a good rant right there. All Give right. me analysis well, I, on I, the I, game. I want, right. the, I want the game analysis. I, I I like you. I appreciate the rant. Give me the analysis. Giant defense is great. Okay. Uh, I love their corners. I love Dylan. I, I love Russo. Uh, but their interior line with Damian and Pasquale, they were awesome. And Nick Douglas. And Nick Douglas. Yeah, and true. And true. Yeah. But <laughs> the, 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 the little guys are the guys that are grabbing the flags and they're grabbing them behind the line. 
they were awesome. They kept Mbimbo in check. There was not much of a run. When you run that RPO and you take that away, then that team was crippled. Kersman. Yeah, Pasquale and Damian, they both dominated this game from the interior defensive line. Uh, I knew coming into this game that the defensive the defense in total of the Giants was going to be prepared because they have a lot of players who have seen been playing the option, seeing the option in practice for uh, five, six years now. So, like, when you have Damian who played in high school, True who played in high school, they tell everyone, hey, this is what's going to happen. It is what where you need to be. As long as you buy in and listen, you're going to be in position to make the play. And Damian and Pasquale were in position to make every single flag grab, and they did just that. I want to point out, there was a play where they ran option, the Raiders, and IB held the ball, and Sedano's got a little longer, and Damian pulled a flag of Sedano's and a flag of IB's on the same play at the same time. I thought that was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen on a flag football field. I'm going to go out and say Damian Damian had the most impressive performance of the year defensively by far. Three sacks, four flag grabs. That's and, yeah. I, and it's not even it's not even just the he only had four flag grabs. Well, I'm and not then, sold. Then it's three sacks. Oh, so oh seven. and three sacks. Okay, so seven. Okay, yeah, but they're not. I just okay, so you, I just you count that differently. Bomb, yeah. All right. And, and a little guy like that coming out of a four point stance is very impressive. D uh, Damian, I was walking, uh, I was walking across the field, and Bimbo looks at me and goes, "This kid, Damian's amazing." Like, he, he literally said, like, in the middle of the game, he's like, Damian's amazing. He's, he's making every play. And Bimbo also tweeted out after the game that uh, the season's over, but he did shout out Damian, said he was a beast. I did see that. Uh, Damian, like I said, I thought it was the best defensive performance of the year in a single game. Uh, absolutely incredible. The Giants' defense was uh, phenomenal. Their defensive line, like you guys said, Pasquale Fuda was in the back backfield every single play. Nick... And true, our, our good guy, yeah, set the, the edges. They they were keeping in bimbo and check the entire game. Uh, in my opinion, true is the best defensive player in the league. Uh, I think he's so versatile. He could do he true plays safety on some plays like when he wants to. He knows exactly what he's doing. His knowledge, true is a very smart football player. Knows what he's doing. Uh, knows how to read the offense. I, I love true defensively, and I love how uh, you know you got Dylan in the secondary, even though he lit up a long touchdown. Dylan's a defensive player of the year candidate. There was a lot of a, a lot of move. Mike Russo made a bunch of nice defensive plays. There, that defense in the Giants might be the best defense remaining in the playoffs. I agree. And true's fast enough to get to the outside to catch him, Bimbo, and grab a flag. Yeah, he did it a couple of times that game. Very impressive by true. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, uh, listen, now, all right. We're at a good game. That's Don't, just... I, no, no stats in that one yet. Yeah, Give nah. me. Uh, let's talk about the Raiders, how they progressed as a team from week one till now, obviously, with their season being over. Dad, I'll start with you. Sorry, Chrisman. Uh, I, I <laughs> didn't see a lot in the passing offense other than the two big plays that they had where uh, um, Denoya. Denoya. Denoya pushed off. Pushed off big time, and there was no flag. I'm a little angry because I can't stand to watch these kind of plays. Denoy's a good player. He pushed off on a big pass play to the sideline. He pushed off on his touchdown. I'm sorry. He did, and there were no flags thrown. Other than that, they really didn't move the ball through the air that that great. Dad, you're on the you're on the refing staff. Why don't you bring that up with uh, your, your colleagues? Because I can't uh, – I was told by Ed not to – you know, overcall what's called on the field by the referees. So instead, you go on the podcast. I just look, I look so at them. So instead, you go yeah. on the podcast and blast them. <laughs> I'm not blasting <laughs> referees. I just look at them and I go, well, you didn't see that? And they said, no. You know, there, there are things that 50 50 you're going to get. So I'm pretty sure Ed listened. So he's going to have. Ed, have listen to me. They will push us big time. All right, Kurtzman. 
No, listen, I think the Raiders, once again, they just didn't make the adjustment. They stuck with the option pretty long, even when it wasn't working to its best abilities. I know IB had a few long runs, a 25-yard run and, like, a 20-yard run. But outside of that, they kept him inside. They like The holes that would have been there in tackle football were there. But IB was getting through the hole, but the flag was being pulled, so it didn't really matter. I think that they should have um, adjusted, ran away from that type of offense and went to more of a passing attack in the second half. I also think IB stands very close to the center when he takes the snap. And I think with a four-man rush coming at him almost every single play, that was another thing that I think he should have adjusted to. Um, maybe told the center, hey, listen, I'm going to stand like six yards back, so really fling that thing back to me. Um, I just think that they didn't make the adjustments that were needed to be made. They had chances, though. The Giants at one point in this game, I thought were going to fold that game away, but they got the late touchdown. To secure the bag. Now, how do you think they progressed from week one to now? The Raiders? Yeah. Listen, they changed their whole team. Nuzzy was their quarterback week one. He had his ups and downs throughout his time of playing quarterback. But then IB just decided that he felt the ball needed to be in his hands. And for a while, that option offense was uh, making life miserable for every team they played. Um, they had a good season. They were playing well going into the playoffs, I thought, in terms of offensively and defensively. They were playing okay. Uh, they just didn't put it together. And like you said, the Giants might have the best defense left in the playoffs. Uh, week one to now, I, I thought just for the Raiders, I, they're another good example of a team that figured it out because they weren't really organized the first few weeks. IB switched in, played quarterback. They got super organized, and they became a really tough team. Listen, the Giants are super tough. I think if the Raiders had a different matchup, they could be – if the Raiders played that Vikings team this week, I think the Raiders would have won. If uh, if the Raiders maybe played you in the playoffs, Christmas, the Browns, they were up on you guys big at halftime. They presented some problems for you guys. I know you figured them out at the end, but I, I still really liked their team, and I was really proud of the way that everyone progressed, and they stuck with it, and they tried. Uh, shout out to Mahmoud and TJ playing defense all year. Tyler Hogney for subbing for them the entire year, basically. Uh, Nick Sedano, everyone for some reason coming to this year, much like Mike Gargano. People slept on Nick for some reason. Nick is a beast. Nick's a stud. He was sick in the playoff game. IB playing quarterback. He, I was texting him yesterday. Uh, he told me he, he texted you, Kurtzman, and said he's playing quarterback forever. Yeah, he so told me he always I love that. I, I love that, that Mbimbo is going to be playing quarterback forever in these leagues. I think I, I've said it multiple times now. I think IB is the best, best player in the league offensively. Uh, I, I really, I really liked this Raiders team. I'm sad to see them go out in the first round as well, but it's definitely what the league is all about. I have no doubt in my mind all those kids are going to come back and sign up again. I think they had a good season. I think they would tell you they had a good season as well. It's just, there has to be a loser in these games, and it just happened to be them. I know a lot of those guys will be there for the rest of the playoffs. If Shout out to everyone in the Raiders. You guys were uh, probably my second or third favorite team to watch this year. Very, very interesting team. Any Anything else on this game before we uh, wrap it up here with your Dogs of the Week, Dad? Yeah, we didn't really talk about the Giants' offense. Uh, Rob played really well. I, like, well we didn't do stats yet. Yeah, no, give no, me, no, give no, me, yeah. no, I don't want to give you stats. I, just want to talk. I, I think Rob played really well. I think he made the throws that needs to be made. He threw an absolute dime to seal the game on that uh, bomb to Russo. Yeah. That was not that was one of the best throws I've seen in a long time. It was right on the money, no in stride, sliding into the end zone for Russo. Uh, he had over 160 yards and four touchdowns. So let's make sure we don't – the Giants' defense controlled this game, but let's not say the Giants' no, offense You are right. Enough. We definitely did forget to talk about uh, the Giants' offense. I do want to talk about it a little bit. I think Rob was phenomenal. I think he was really – until the end, Rob, you were a little stupid at the end of the game. You went out of bounds – 
when you were trying to yeah. kill clock. Uh, incomplete that, passes. Incomplete pass. Uh, yeah, I, Rob, he, he, Rob, I thought Rob does, does such a nice job of running to create space for him when the drive starts. Get out, backed up out of your own end. Run, get yourself. I thought he did a really nice job of that. Uh, I, I, he had really nice. He had a nice pass to Douglas that went far, so he yes. used his line well. True had that really long leak out. Like you said, Mike Russo, he went to Dylan on a few conversions, I think, and a touchdown, right? Yes. So he they, they ran that. I'd like to see that more. I think Rob throws a really good 50-50 ball. I know we keep saying it, uh, maybe th- throw 50-50 to Dylan, but he throws a really nice one. Rob's arm is live. I, I really liked the way Rob played. I really liked the way the offense played. I thought he had good time with his offensive line, all those guys blocking for him as well. Uh, the Giants are a, a very scary team moving forward. Dad, you got anything on their offense? Uh Offensively, I'd like to see Russo get more involved. That kid is a stud, both defensively and if you're using the right way offensively, he could be just as big a weapon. All right. Uh, that's that's it for that one. So, Kirschman, give me the stats. Rob, 14 of 27, 161 yards, four touchdowns. Also finished with uh, 57 rushing yards. Dylan had two catches, one being a touchdown. Douglas, four catches, 40 yards. Also had one tackle. Russo, uh, three catches, 47 yards, a touchdown, two tackles, and a pass breakup. Rougeau, one catch, 15 yards. We already talked about Damian having four uh, four tackles and three sacks. Pasquale, three tackles and two sacks. True, that one catch, that was a big one that got them inside the five. And Pete, sub for Johnny, scored oh, two touchdowns Pete, on the how miraculous. Can we not, how could we not mention no, Pete? Douglas caught the ball. It got flipped up in the air somehow, and Pete was just in the right place, right time. Caught that one for a touchdown. He had two touchdowns. Also, he caught, had two touchdowns, also yeah. caught a second touchdown later in the game. Um yeah, they they played very well as a team all around. Dad, you got uh your your dogs of the week. Oh wait, we have to finish Raiders. the stats. We have to get Raider stats. Yeah, let me get Raider stats real quick. Last time for the season, uh, IB finished seven to seventeen, one hundred and fourteen yards, two touchdowns. Also rushed eight times for forty eight yards. Sedano had two catches, uh, two tackles, and a nice pass breakup. TJ Angstad, uh, one catch, Jeff yards touchdown. Joe Noya had three catches, fifty eight yards, and a touchdown. Push off. <laughs> Nuzzy, the one catch. I feel bad because Nuzzy hurt himself, his hamstring, the second play of the game, but he sucked through and played the rest of the game. And uh, Zach Bilheimer, four tackles, so he mm. played well five grabbing. All right. Uh, Dad, you got your dogs of the week here? Or? Absolutely. All one right, give me, g- yeah, give me one from each game, or if you have multiple. Uh, Viking game, I'm, I'm going with Sam Allen. Again, two-time he, he, winner of dog of the week. You know what? He gets overlooked. He's not the big star of the team, but you know every week he's making plays that helps that team win. He's a valuable player, and he showed uh, – I would give it to uh, was it Arena that was it was running yeah, up, the, yeah. but I I can't give it to a, a player that gets goes untouched. The offensive line didn't <laughs> touch him, so I, I'm I'm not gonna give it's him the credit. It's not his fault. He wasn't untouched, but nonetheless, right. nonetheless. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with Sam Allen as my dog. Okay, you have you have another one in uh, that game or the next game? The Giant game. I'm giving it to Pasquale and Damian. Those yeah. guys were awesome. They both deserve it. Yeah. I agree. Can I can I give it can I give a dog here? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a dog to, to dog of the week to Joe Piscopo. I thought he kept them in the game, man. I thought they really had a good chance. I could give it to Connor, too, but Connor, you expect those kind of things from Connor. But Joe, he was fired up, had his team playing well in the first half, threw that Hail Mary. He was super hyped. Uh, I'm going to shout out to Joe, man. I, I really liked watching those guys play. Is that, that's it. We're, we're looking forward to uh, the next week of the playoff. Kirschman, you got anything uh, to say before we get out of here? No, I mean, listen, we got the one and two seed getting off the bye. Vikings are going to play the Browns, and the Giants are going to play the Cowboys. Times will be decided very soon, probably tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to play, and I was happy to actually not have to play this week. Have, yeah, no, you were off. enjoying yourself. Kirschman really, was sitting in the shade chilling. I, think I was I, talking to everyone. That's your future. Yeah. Kirschman will retire early. 
I got Kurtzman retiring early after just spectating this week. Yeah. He enjoys the bye. I think he enjoys the bye so much he might lose the fr- in his first playoff appearance of this league. So, uh, with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, me and Kurtzman, my dad, and Dylan, we did a uh, fantasy football podcast. It's out on my Apple. It's out on my SoundCloud as well. Links in all my bios on socials. Check that guys. Uh, check that out, guys. I know you all love football in here. We'll see you guys on the preview, which will come out Thursday or Friday night. We'll see you then.